How can socially conscious people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system to redirect the wealth and power of big banks, traditional corporations, and the super rich to us average American citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. When you think of a large corporation, which one comes to mind? Amazon, maybe, uh, perhaps a, a pharmaceutical giant like Pfizer. Well, both Amazon and Pfizer are publicly traded corporations, meaning that anyone, the general public, can buy stock into one of these companies. Now, publicly traded corporations reached its peak in 1996 with, with around 8,000 publicly traded uh, corporations. However, um, there's been a major decline in these publicly traded corporation. In 2019, that number dropped all the way down to just above uh, 4,000. So almost 50% less uh, publicly held uh, publicly held corporations in the United States. Um, so, so why is this happening? Um, why are there fewer and fewer uh, publicly held corporations? Well, a, a lot of uh, economists and uh, financial analysts point to uh, quarterly reports that publicly held corporations have to give. So every quarter, uh, these these uh, publicly held corporations have to uh, announce their quarterly earnings and also uh, give projections on the next quarter. Uh, so what happens is, is that um, a lot of the vendors for publicly held uh, corporations know this and they try and do uh, these negotiations there at, at every quarter because they know they, they have to uh, give a report to their shareholders. Now, depending on what the report says is uh, the stock will go up in price or, or down in price. These, these quarterly reports are, are hugely important uh, in, in the world of publicly held corporations. Uh, and so what happens? Well, uh, at, at, towards the end of the 90s and the early 2000s, there was a, a ton of accounting fraud where uh, these uh publicly held corporations fudge their books and it made it look like they were more profitable than they actually were. Uh, so, so it, it, it incentivized, um, lying, uh, and, and falsification of these documents in order to look more profitable, to increase their stock price and, uh, and to, to, you know, satisfy their, their shareholders. Uh, okay. Now, um, there was some regulations that were put into place in 2002 to prevent this, this fudging, but um, these regulations are uh, costly for private companies who want to issue an IPO or initial public offering to, to go public. So um, many private companies now are, are choosing not to go public, uh, but instead uh, rather to be to sell them uh, sell their their private company to uh, a publicly held corporation or another privately held corporation. 
Okay, so so uh, there's other advantages uh, to uh, privately held corporations and why um, people don't want to go public. Take SpaceX, for example. Uh, Elon Musk said that he has no interest in ever having SpaceX go public. Uh, he has talked about the satellite division uh, going public when their revenues are, are stable, but overall, he said he's never, ever going to allow SpaceX to go public. Why? Is because he knows what will happen. Uh, SpaceX will instead focus solely on profits instead of his vision of going to Mars. And, and that's you know why he started SpaceX. He he's talked about this, and and you may have seen these plans of Elon Musk vision going to to Mars. You know, like him or or, or hate him. I know he's been more of a controversial figure uh, with with uh, you know the Twitter um, uh, purchase, which again is a publicly held corporation, and a reason why uh, people don't want to be publicly uh, held is because you can have these hostile takeovers like Elon Musk did with, with Twitter. So here are these uh, reasons why it just, just doesn't make sense to go public. Okay, well, this is a really big problem for uh, retirement investors uh, because a large part of the portfolio is publicly held uh, traded stocks. And uh, not only are there less uh, publicly held corporations, but their their earnings are 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 not as good as they used to be, um, because of uh, a number of reasons. It's not just one reason. Uh, the the costs, regulatory costs, are, have gone up significantly because of the fraud that that was being conducted. So it's more expensive to operate uh, publicly held corporations. Uh, what I mentioned before you know, these negotiations by vendors, you know, constantly trying to get a, a, a better deal uh, from them. Um, and also there, there are these institutional investors like BlackRock, which actually hold retirement accounts in them. And they, they hold, let's, they hold, uh, let's say, uh, talk about diapers for a second. Well, they don't care if Huggies does better than Pampers because they hold shares in both. So they're not putting pressure on any uh, company to change their business practices or to, to seek, uh, you know, to become more profitable uh, because they hold positions in both and it's a win for them. Okay, so, so all of these problems are happening. Um, and guess what? The general public is locked out of, of investing in private companies and the private market. 98% of the US population locked out. We cannot invest in publicly traded corporate uh, companies, uh, privately uh, held uh, companies. Uh, however, there is a back door and that is through crowdfunding. Uh, in 2015, um, the private market was uh, officially deregulated a bit, allowing the general public access to this private market. And in 2020, uh, there was some further uh, deregulation slash regulation happening uh, called um, regulation crowdfunding. 
that set limits on what uh, just regular people can do uh, and invest in. Uh, so crowd investing is a way for the general public to get access to this private market, which is growing and the public market is shrinking. Um, not only that, the, the private market, these companies, they don't, they don't have to, uh, uh, they're not beholden to the, the, the shareholders constantly wanting their, their uh, profits to, to go up. There, there isn't this need to drive profits every quarter short term. You know, private held, privately held uh, companies, they can look long term and say, okay, yeah, I don't care if we're not super profitable this quarter, but in 10 years, uh, if we're more profitable over the long run, that's that's more important uh, to us. And they don't have to make these, these decisions. Um, so uh, there is another problem, though. Um, going back to, to Elon Musk. Uh, there was an equity crowdfunding platform called Spaced Ventures, where they said, "Hey, uh, they 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 made a call to SpaceX saying, hey, we are going to uh, launch a, an equity crowdfunding campaign on our site for um, uh, so so just regular retail investors can own a part of SpaceX, and they raised twenty five million dollars." But SpaceX didn't really need the $25 million. They just got $250 million of, of uh, private equity uh, funds from just six investors uh, a year prior to this uh, announcement. And these six investors add value because they have experience in, in doing this. So even with equity crowdfunding uh, with an established private company, uh, Retail regular people are, are locked out. That leaves uh, a couple of options. Well, first, for equity crowdfunding, it is with startup companies. So startup companies uh, are very risky. That's the problem. Almost all startup companies fail. However, with uh, low minimum investment requirements of $100, uh, you could be invested in uh, 20 companies for $2,000. And there is a limit on how much you can invest in equity crowdfunding. Uh, the uh, caps uh, st start at a 20, around $2,200. And depending how much money you make, uh, you can invest more than that, that $2,200 cap. Um, and, and I understand why, because, you know, it's in some sense, you know, it's very risky. You know, you could you could lose money in the in in investing in startups. Now, venture capital firms, they're investing in around 20 startups a year and they're doing it about 25 percent uh, internal return uh, on their investment. So uh, this is a strategy that can be used for just retail investors. Um, However, it's still not great. Only $2,000 a year, you know, it's not great for retirement. That leaves other crowd investing options, specifically the uh, private lending market. Now, everybody wants uh, loans. Uh, I mean, I mean, every, everyone will accept uh, retail uh, investors' loans, not like the SpaceX uh, retail equity crowdfunding campaigns, but a company wants uh, a loan. And so 
this is how private companies borrow money is through the private lending. And this is a great option for regular retail investors to get into this private market uh, as a way to uh, have um, their retirement uh, goals, uh, achieve their retirement goals. Uh, the, the, the private lending, again, has uh, for, for crowdfunding, has low minimum investment requirements and um, huge advantages over uh, publicly traded bonds, which are which are also which are loans in the public market to public corporations, uh, bonds are are publicly traded also, and they're getting hammered right now with this whole Silicon Valley Bank thing going on. Also, inflation uh, infects uh, affects bond prices uh, as well. Uh, but with private lending, when inflation goes up, the interest rates go up. So uh, there there is a way to um, keep up with, with, uh, earnings from, uh, an investor standpoint. Okay. Yeah. Inflation's rising, but so are the interest rates. And if I'm lending at these higher interest rates, I'm not getting uh, affected, uh, by the, uh, inflation and my investments. So, so private lending and becoming a crowd lender is a great option, uh, for, for anybody who is wanting to look for, uh, retirement goals and, and other things as well. I mean, I can go on and on about, uh, crowd lending, but for the sake of this, uh, episode, just going to keep it, uh, keep it there, uh, and, and let you know that you have options, even though the publicly held corporations are dwindling, the, the return on investment is dwindling and really, uh, the ethics that are involved with, uh, publicly held uh, corporations are, 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 well, in my own opinion, um, can be horrible. Uh, you, you have this this greed that's happening. That's why uh, these regular the accounting frauds. That's why the regulations were were being put into place. And and I see that more type of fraud and you know um, accepting penalties uh, for uh, you know, dumping, um, industrial waste and all this other stuff, looking for shortcuts to, to become more profitable, to report to their earnings. It just is it, this cycle of greed. And, and that is the definition of greed is never being satisfied from, by, by what you've achieved. You're always looking to get more and more, which is exactly what publicly held, uh, corporations have to do. It's, it's, how they were formed. It's how they were designed. So I, I see this as a, an old system that is being replaced with this uh, private system. Um, and we just need to figure out how, how we can get regular retail investors uh, to get, it, get, get in on some of these more established uh, privately held uh, corporations. My name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too.